I started in Summerhill, Austin in 1964. I went into Summerhill as a very naive, shy 11-year-old, not quite 12 at that stage, and uh, gradually got to like the place. Very homesick for a while, but um, the big thing for me was sport in the school. Every sport, whether it was Gaelic football, soccer, athletics, basketball, I tried the lot. You played them all? Tried them anyway, <laughs> with small bit of success at um, Gaelic and soccer. And coming from French Park in Roscommon, was Gaelic football your game fundamentally? Gaelic football was the big thing. My idols were the Roscommon team of the early 60s that were beating the All-Ireland final. And um, on that team were quite a number of Summer Hill people. And I had a great day when at a reunion of the class of 1956, uh, I met two of those lads, Des Feely and Aidan Kelleher, who were involved with that 1960-61 All-Ireland Roscommon team. And um, big moment for me, meet my heroes. And after your five years studying as a, a student a boarder in Summerhill, normally students can't wait to get out of their secondary school. You bucked the trend. You couldn't wait to get back. Having done the dip in Galway in 1973, 74, um, I did a project um, which was uh, part of the, the qualification on science equipment and I went back to Summerhill to examine the new science lab that was there and um, in a talk with Dr Finnegan he asked me would I like, would I consider coming back teaching and I jumped at the chance um, what better place to go back to, place I knew and uh, was totally comfortable with Thomas Finnegan was principal of Summerhill at the time. Tommy Finnegan, the late canon Monsignor Bishop Tommy Finnegan was principal at the time and I suppose he was principal there when I was a leaving cert and he had enough confidence in me to say that this guy, I know him and he'll do a job for us and um, that's, that was it and it was the start of a, an epic journey. So beyond your core teaching duties, how soon did you start getting involved with Gaelic football in Summerhill? Um, when I went there in 74, the team had been beaten in the previous year's um, junior final. They were being coached by Pather O'Toole. Pather wanted a break from it. Pather had done given five years, including winning a Connacht title in 1971, a team that my brother was captain of. And uh, Pather wanted a break, so he asked me to take over. And I was delighted because there was a talented bunch of players there at that time including such Sligo guys as John Kent, Jim Kent, Michael Raftery, Roscommon players like Kevin Murray, um, <coughs> Jerry Emmett. And uh, the captain of that team was one Michael Green, the late Michael Green <coughs> yeah. from Clare. Um, another member of that team was Porrick O'Grady, the late Porrick O'Grady. Um, those two guys have passed on. Um, but an awful lot of good players, including Leitrim's Porrick Fowley. Uh, a long-haired midfielder who uh, you wouldn't recognise these days as long hairs, but yeah, he, he looks like a drummer in the Rolling Stones <laughs> in those seventy-five pictures. But you had success very early on with this nineteen seventy-five team at a college's level. Tell us about that. Yeah, the that year the 
competition was played on a league basis, which were playing every school, and the top two schools in the league qualified for the final. Um, we had beaten Jarlitz at home in the league. We had won all our games, and then we played St. Coleman's from Clare Morris in the final. Now, there was a massive rivalry at that time between St. Coleman's and Summerhill. Um, the bulk of the team that year were boarders, which gave a great um, team spirit. A lot of the lads also were involved with a very successful soccer team with Father Cyril Harn. And um, we had a great day out in Charlestown, um, beating St. Coleman's, and uh, then went on to the All-Ireland semi-final where we played Saint, another St. Coleman's, St. Coleman's Newry. Um, and and there, unfortunately, we run a race. We were down nine points at half time, but we came back to within two or three in the final, in the semi final. So it wasn't to be, but we had a great year. And the comrade, comrade, camaraderie between those guys has remained to this day. And I'm still in contact with some of them. So. And that was the magic stardust of this, wasn't it? The kind of interaction between manager and players at school level. Yeah, it it wasn't so much teacher and pupil. It, we were all friends, and to this day, that friendship has stayed there. Um, a lot of respect between younger fellows. I suppose I wasn't that much older than them. I was twenty one when I started teaching. Some of those guys were eighteen or so. So um, we had a lot in common. <laughs> What are your memories of the 1985 team? The 1985 team were a massive crowd of fellas. They they were really inspired by the management of TJ Kilgallen and Peter Ford. Peter and TJ were established players who had won Sigerson Cups with UCG, who uh, were playing senior football with Mayo, had played with Connacht. And uh, they brought a new professionalism to Summerhill football. Um, the dedication they showed, the tactics they used, the preparation for games, the taking care of players, you know, it was top class. And um, signs is by it, the results bore fruit. Um, winning a Connacht title in the Markovich Park on a snowy, um, when the snow was still on Ben Bulban. Um, I remember the pipe band, the Sligo pipe band, leading the team around before the game. Um, and uh, the joy in the school afterwards was something else. Very similar to what is there at the moment after the success of the lads last week in June. And you were helping out when needed behind the scenes. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Um, behind the scenes, yes, maybe looking after logistics, um, organising trains to for the All-Ireland semi-final. The All-Ireland semi-final was played in Mullingar. We organised a special train from Saigo. There was about 600 plus supporters on it, and I hope 600 got back. Um, maybe they're, they're still wandering around Mullingar. Um, that was one issue. Um, I looked after uh, getting sponsorship, things like that. In the Connacht semi-final, a bit of an issue arose. The game was fixed for a day when there was National League games on, and both Peter and TJ were playing with Mayo on the day. 
and uh, I don't know whether John O'Mahony would have allowed it or not but the boys anyway had to go and play with Mayo they weren't allowed to play with, look after Summerhill so the job was passed on to Padre O'Toole and myself to look after the team on the day now the amount of looking after that was needed was limited because they were so well prepared by Peter and TJ and uh, thanks be to God we beat Roscommon CBS in Carrick and Shannon on the day and went on to the Connacht final. Um, for the All-Ireland final, which was held in Port Leash, logistics were a bit of a problem um, because no direct train line from Sligo to to Port Leash. Um, buses, well, there were so many they wanted to get there, there wasn't enough buses around Sligo. So we organised with the help of Des Toomey in CIE, the late Des Toomey in CIE here in Sligo, to run a train from Sligo to Dublin and change lines back down to uh, to Port Leash. And thanks be to God, the train got there and got back. Now, unfortunately, the result on the day wasn't to our liking, but um, it was a marvellous day out. The supporters behaved well, um, enjoyed their day, and um, that was sort of some of the background stuff I did. But the, the responsibilities of getting that team to such a high level was Peter and TJ's, you know. Off the back of that 85 run, when you saw how close Summerhill College got to winning the All-Ireland College's title, was there a sense of optimism that maybe we can be very competitive here in the years to come? There was. Um, the infectious, the effect that that fine result and all the build-up to it had on the school was great in every way, not just for sport, but also for uh, the morale of the school. But um, things changed shortly afterwards in that the boarding school closed maybe two years afterwards. And um, it meant that a lot of the players that would have come from Sligo County, would have come from Roscommon. Like on the 85 team, three of, a third of the team were from Roscommon. Um, in the past before that we would have had Donegal lads as well and Mayo lads you know so um, that was gone so there was a shift and also because the borders were gone um, training changed from evening training to uh, lunchtime training and the dynamic in the school changed in that regard but um, the success waned until the mid-90s, there was a little more success. At B-level, the school went down to B-level. And then in the late 90s, they got as far as the All-Ireland semi-final at B-level. Having a very successful team, many of lads on that team, the likes of Phil Gallagher, Carl O'Neill, went on to represent Sligo afterwards. Um, you know, so um, even though we weren't winning titles, there was always... Um, a competitive edge to Summerhill at Gaelic. I think if you ask any graduate of Summerhill College who played Gaelic football from the late 1980s through to the noughties, if they were to pick one person who kept Gaelic football going in the school, it's your name that will come up. Um, I don't know about that, Austin, but um, I know that I spent quite a lot of time, I'd say, nagging. <laughs> pupils are uh, encouraging them 
to get out training. At times we might have only 10 or 12. Maybe on a good day we might have 17 or 18 out training. On mucky pitches and the facilities the boys have now are brilliant by comparison. Um, the old Nazareth pitch, you were lucky um, if you could swim because oftentimes they, uh, they, the condition of it was, was not the best. And, um, but it produced some great players, but it produced a, a spirit and a determination, you know, um, and conditions for dressing rooms and that weren't what the boys have today. But um, they got on with it, you know. In adversity, you work harder, you know. You became principal of Summerhill College and you still keep in touch with the school closely, even though you've retired in recent years. I'm wondering what it's like for you to watch the current Summerhill College Gaelic football team and the championship run they've had. Austin, um, it gives a great lift to me and to past teachers, past pupils, the number of past pupils who have been in contact with me since the Connacht final has been large. Um, the number of past pupils I met at the Connacht final that turned up in Toome last Saturday for the All-Ireland semi-final was massive. I travelled to the game from my daughter's house in Barna and on the way I picked up two lads that were involved in 19, the 1975 team. And we had a great chin wag all the way. And there we met some other lads from the 1975 team, along with lads from various other years who came to support the team. And um, guys have been in contact from across the country and, in fact, across the world, um, you know, wishing goodwill to the team. Because um, they say that your school days are the best years of your life but you don't appreciate it at all until long after you've left it. And for those of us that were part of Summerhill, the sport was such a big thing. Um, whether it was as pupils or as staff, um, the sport had a, a an enlightening, I suppose, <laughs> enlivening, or it was a distraction from the everyday humdrum life of, of school, you know.